Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR. We have a special guest today, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the leader of the bloodline. Throw those ones up. You can't see my, my finger for some reason. Green screen effect. Uh, Roman's He's in the like house. <laughs> hi joey happy belated birthday thank you thank you thank you i see samantha already in the chat happy belated thank i sang you, you happy much. birthday on my stream last night did you enjoy my beautiful singing i did and in spanish in spanish that's right i love it, I love it. <laughs> and thank you yesterday you were very generous to me yesterday and i appreciate oh, you no, it was friend. nothing i'm just like i know you love coffee and it's like i wish we were closer and we'll do something together we're gonna go to applebee's together and and fight over who pays the birthday check, but <laughs> but it's a, it's the best that I could do from long distance, you know. Honestly, so I was I was walking outside. I was walking like on the street. I saw you texted me. I opened. I didn't see it at first, and I read the message. and I saw it. It literally stopped me in my tracks. It was like she's so nice. Like that is <laughs> a, that was like such a nice thing to do. So I love you. I appreciate you. I, you know this. I say it all the time, but. uh Extra high energy today because, you know, with all the drama on social media, I know people are always, uh, you know, going at each other. But we're going to Tampa. We're going to Royal Rumble. We're going to Tampa. We everybody got media credentials approved today. So those who are going got the this the thumbs up from WWE. And it's it's always an exciting like I've been doing these events, I was telling you off the air for a while now, and the excitement level never goes out to like yeah. see that email in your inbox. And you still feel like a Chris on, like a kid on Christmas morning just to get like your approval, send more info. You know, you know the drill now. But like I think I started uh, I think it was around 2021 when I started covering with Lucha Libre Online and attending these events live. We're going on 2024 and it's still the same level of excitement. And now I like I have you, for example, we have a real life friendship. So I have somebody who texts me like, did you get it? Open your email. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> like people yeah. will never understand like the, the level of like the work that we put in to be able to do that and to be able to cover these events. Like I don't like um, people. Um, kind of like trying to kill the vibe that everybody's yeah. feeling in. And I know some people are getting them for the first time and like, congratulations. Like it is an exciting thing and, and everybody should just be happy and, and just do your yeah. best when you're out there, you know, kill it. Yeah. It's really cool to see people get, uh, I guess, get the credentials you can say for these mm-hmm. events, because a lot of, the, a lot of us content creators, like if you're not doing it full time, you're doing it while working other jobs mm-hmm. or a job. So you, you know, like I know people who are in the same industry and they get off at five o'clock in the afternoon and guess what? They go home, they do the things they need to do. And then they go and do their other job, their passion yeah. project, which is this. And to be acknowledged by WWE or an, any other company you get credentials for, I think is really like an acknowledgement of, Hey, you're doing a great job. We would like to have you at our event. And you should be proud of that. And if you want to post about it, I have so much respect for that. And I also see so many people, including myself, where the the passion project became part of your full-time gig. And it it does happen if you just keep the grind. So, you know, like, like you can't get like, you let it, don't let anybody get to you. You just keep going and it might really become your, you know, part of what you do for a living. And it's fun, you know, like, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot of work. I actually, like, I don't know. I, I would love to talk to other people that have gone from, like, 
because my corporate job was intense. Like I was a VP of operations and I ran a, a pretty big company that made a lot of money. Like it was stressful. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like I work just as much, if not more now. Last week I stream every day because of Wrestle Kingdom. My only day, and then I went to an event on Saturday. My only day off was Sunday. And I hadn't seen everybody in my family because I've been so busy that I did the running around, go see mom, go see dad. You know, so it's like, I was like, today, I was like, why am I so exhausted? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't stopped for like the last week and a half. So like it, it is still a lot of work and people should just acknowledge that. I don't think it's, um, I do think that the quality matters, you know, but I don't think it's about yeah. quantity. Like I'm tired of people like making it a numbers thing, like because it's not like it, it, the hard work is there, whether you have one people watching your videos or a thousand or 10,000 or whatever, you're still yeah. putting in that work and that should never be. Um, undermined yeah and like with you 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 stream almost every day and people don't realize like what streaming takes out of you like yes you know you know what you're talking about you you know pretty much like the content is is being given to you to talk about right we're watching monday night raw we're watching nxt you're live streaming you're, you're chatting with your chat but there's an energy level that comes with that there's effort that comes with that. And you do it better than anybody else that I know on the internet, you know, streams and your watch alongs. But when you sign off and that light goes off, oh. you're exhausted, <laughs> you're drained. And even if- Last night I actually literally passed out immediately after. I went and yeah. laid in bed, Roman cuddled up. It took Roman just cuddling up and I was out. I always call it, and I don't know, I, I would love to do like a show or a video about content creation in general, because I always call it dark time. Like I have to like turn all the lights off, all the yep. sounds off. Like I don't yep. want to talk to anybody. You need, you need I yourself. play a stupid game on my phone. Like I'm not even watching it. Nothing. It's just like I need it because I, I, I always, um, I find wrestling to be a distraction for me. Yes. And I always want my watch alongs to feel like you're watching wrestling with a bunch of people to distract yourself from real That's life. Fun. Real life can be a be sometimes you know and i always wanted to feel like a good time so you have to come with that energy of i'm not gonna sit here and be mad or be sad like regardless of what i'm going through i want to come off that way and that takes a lot of energy that's another reason why every once in a while you see me cancel a stream if i'm not feeling 100 percent or like if my mood is not there i'm not gonna half a, a stream just to be live and get viewers you know what i mean because that's just not what it's about but you're absolutely right the streaming on a daily basis and then sometimes i like and the stream to go and do wrestling in because of that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot. But people, like, people don't understand. Like, it takes a lot of energy to do it on, like, a daily basis. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I'm – see, I, I don't stream as often. And when those shows are on and I'm, I'm watching – I'm in your chat. I'm watching your stream. I'm also going into other people's streams. And even the content creators that I know but I don't know personally. And I'm like, hey – Great work. Keep it up. You know, like always like just get, acknowledging the fact that I know what goes into this and kudos to you for always doing it and being consistent. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah, like I try to lurk. Sometimes if I like yeah. if I'm just doing something, I'll get on YouTube, see who's live and like drop yeah. a comment, you know, a lot of times I watch YouTube as background noise like while i'm doing something so i'm watching yeah, like yeah. i watch all your videos but your videos are not live but if they're live i always try to grab the phone real quick and just drop yep. something in the chat to make sure that they know that there are other creators supporting them because that yeah. does mean a lot there's a lot of competition in the content creation world not in wrestling in general yeah so it's always good to just support each other because we're such yeah. a niche with wrestling like i i think the cake is big enough for everybody 
there's no reason to get competitive in regards to that. There's so much wrestling content to be made. It's insane. Yeah. I look, I look at it like this, and that it's it, this goes for any industry for content creators. Mm-hmm. If you're doing the same thing, the exact same thing as somebody else, meaning they're your competition, you're doing it wrong. Correct. That, at the end of the day, like you're doing it absolutely wrong if everything you do is parallel to somebody else because what's your niche? Yes, like our niche is pro wrestling, but where's our little spot in pro wrestling? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. What sets you apart? There's no competition. If you, if you want to make it a numbers game, that's on you and your ego. But there's room for everybody. We're all here to have fun and, and get our stuff out there. You know what I mean? Amen. Preach. But we are on episode 60. <gasps> ah, the big six. Oh. How crazy is that? We're here. And- I'm doing this a while, Joey, and I love yeah. it. I love, I love this show a lot. You know what's really cool too? I see names in the chat that have been with us since this show was in its single digits. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very cool to see that. Um, and if you guys haven't yet, I, you probably do because we've been doing this show for 60 freaking episodes. But uh, if you haven't followed Issa and you haven't followed myself, please do. Because uh, we're very consistent on on social media, on YouTube. Every day we're doing something. There's something out there. Issa's streaming every day. I'm posting something. There's always something going on. And uh, you can follow us both. Our handles are there uh, down below. And also the Know Your News channel. So many different podcasts and shows that are on here. We're just one of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Clearly we're your favorite. But, you know, there's other ones here that talk about different topics. Movies, gaming, strange news, everything, everything. So if you like, like Joseph said, yeah, we like wrestling. But if you like talking about other things, this is the channel with all that variety. We cover pop culture, celebrity, silly things. But there's a lot of other fun things in this channel as well. Yeah. And you'll always catch us on every episode. We always try to say, oh, we're not going to mention talk about wrestling. We always somehow tie it into wrestling. So, you know. If you like wrestling, we're we're here too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell but yeah. uh yeah, let's jump into today's first topic. Um, it's kind of the thumbnail for the video. Um it was yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh Jake Paul, you can see in the thumbnail it's Logan Paul's face, but we're talking about Jake Paul. Well, Jake Logan Paul-, Paul is the United States champion, which I believe qualifies you to run for president. Like, I looked it up at some point, I and I think if you are a United States champion, it does qualify you to run for president of the United States of America. It's, it's, uh, look it up. It's in the Geneva Convention. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Before we jump into this topic, who would you vote for if it came down to these two names for president? Would you vote okay. for Jake Paul or would you vote for Logan Paul? And also, everybody in the chat, who would you vote for? If it came down to two candidates, two brothers, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, who would you vote for to be the president? In well, Logan Paul does have a lot of experience in scamming people with money. So I would assume that he will be. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. You know, isn't that what they do up there? So I'm going to say Logan Paul. <laughs> and Jake Paul, I mean, he could scare off you. We could beat the crap out of him. He'll knock people. you out. Like, either you one out. is going to scam you, the other one's going to knock you out. So, uh, you know, I. <laughs> I'm going to say Logan. I'm going to say Logan. All right. Yeah. See, I think I would go with Logan too. See, here's the thing. I would vote for Logan, but make Jake his vice president. Man, Jake has always played second fiddle to Logan. So it wouldn't even change if they run for office. (laughs) Always has. But uh, in this headline, Jake Paul is joining Ramaswamy on the campaign trail. 
to kind of talk to the Gen Z people, kids, whatever. And uh, that's the yeah. best example that you could get for that generation. What? Look, Jake Paul is, is like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't even know who this person is. I oh, Ramaswamy. He's, yeah. he's one of those people running. He has his name in the hat for yeah, yeah, yeah. president. That, Very that, smart guy. But... Imagine it, smart. Imagine thinking I need to get someone to get to that younger generation. Jake Paul is the guy. <laughs> okay, it's questionable. I don't want that man running the country. Listen, every day, bro, with that G Disney Channel flow, you know, you need that. You need the Gen Z kids. <laughs> England is my city. That's my favorite line in that whole song. When that dude says England is my city, I'll never forget me going, city? City? England? Yeah. <laughs> With the Disney Channel film. And the fact that when he when he did debut in WWE last year or whatever, he came out to that song. And that's his, like, that's his hit record. How many views that ended up getting? It was one of the most disliked videos in YouTube history for like the longest time. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not with it. I just don't see that. I mean, yeah, but this is this is about America. Yeah, like there's other people. Like, get a TikToker. <laughs> yeah. Samantha says Kanye and Logan 2024. Get somebody to like invent a dance for your campaign and put it on TikTok. It'll go viral immediately. Right. Vote for. <laughs> <laughs> Get one of the Amelia's. They kind of cooled off. They could use it. I mean, doesn't Logan go viral anyway for scamming people out of money? Well, did you see, like, I don't even know that we're going to cover it, but do you see that he sent out this tweet that he was going to repay everybody back? But it's also, like, a big scam. Yeah. Because if you look into the rebuy process, you have to have the original eggs that you purchased. You have to sign 10 million NDAs that say you're not going to, like, talk about it. You're not going to, like... Because there's a lawsuit against Logan Paul right now from the crypto suit people that bought it. Yeah. So if you take the refund, you have to drop out of the lawsuit. And you're putting people in a really crappy situation because it's like you don't know what's going to happen with the lawsuit. So the, people yeah. might just want their money back. So they'll take Logan Paul's out and now they're out of the lawsuit. You know, like it's smart, but like a lot of people are criticizing him on YouTube. Yeah, a lot of people are criticizing him on YouTube, but it's like, there was terms and conditions when you originally purchased these things. There's going to be terms and conditions to get your money back to this guy. Is, he's got to be smart, you know? So allegedly that in that court case, I've been keeping up with it, but he is dropping his counsel. So he had a, asked for an extension to get new lawyers and that's where that stands. But you know, those cases, especially with Logan Paul having the money that he has, he could make this case go on and on and on. And if yeah. these people are just looking to get their money back, they might just get this easy out and just go through Logan's system and, and drop from the lawsuit. It's the problem. Money makes the world go around and makes you do some crazy things. Yeah. I don't know. I saw this headline. I don't I didn't I didn't send it to you. Uh -huh. it, was, it was my mistake. I figured we can add it in because you probably know about it. Um, I thought it was something that would really be beneficial for the show because we always talk about, for some reason, Bad Bunny, right? Did no, you see we never that? talk about that. I don't even know who that is. Bad Bunny? It's a bunny that's bad, apparently, but he's really good. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kendall Jenner posted a first the first picture uh, in recent memory with Bad Bunny. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, they were celebrating uh, probably here because he's been here for a while. Um, it looks like she was. Everybody's like, they were in an island in the Caribbean. And I'm like, yeah, it was Puerto Rico. 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, the picture is blurry, but he's clearly there. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I've always told you that I feel like they're just two people in their twenties having fun. Yeah, and people are been have been trying to label the label it since day one, and then they talked about the breakup, and I was like, I don't know that there can be a breakup on something that was never official. I think they're still exactly. gonna hang out. I I think they're just enjoying each other's companies without any strings attached. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I don't know what to think. Everybody's just talking about oh they spend New Year's Eve together, and I'm like I just I mean. Also, it could have been an amicable breakup. Like, let's say they were, in fact, together and they're just like careers are different. We're busy. Yeah. We're different people. Why can't they still just hang out? I don't well, know. But in my opinion, there were always just two people that are really enjoying each other's company. What we also talked about, too, is that like with all the holidays, you have Christmas, you have, uh, well, thanks. it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then New Year's. Maybe they just had their own stuff going on with their families and like, they just took, because they're not officially together, they went their separate ways for the holidays. And That's now that what I over, thought. I was hey. very shocked to see her um, spend the New Year's with him because I know the Kardashians throw all these Christmas parties, New Year's yeah. Eve parties, and I was like, he, he typically, because and... of that, um, the the toy drive that he does, I know he's always here for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and he did that yeah. live stream that I was telling you about on Christmas Day. So he typically comes here this time of the year. Who wouldn't want to? It's 88 degrees outside right now. You know? Yeah, I want to but be I was right actually shocked here. to see her. I was actually shocked to see her do that. And some of the pictures I posted, like, she seemed to be having a great time. But to me, like, and I told you this back in the day, like, I just always felt like a lot of people are calling a PR stunt. I really do think they just enjoy each other's company and they're having fun and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Like, it's 2024 and we're still trying to label, label things. Like, leave people alone. There's a different vibe with them opposed to Taylor and Travis Kelsey. You know what I mean? Like, there's a different vibe. Like, Taylor and Travis feel more... A relationship. No. Forced down your throat by the media. But it feels more of as, like, a PR stunt, where Kendall and Bad Bunny just feels like they're just trying to stay out of the news. Yeah, because they're not public. They're like they're doing their own thing. The good like, stuff, like the good things, you just you don't post them. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. You feel me? I feel you. Ja feel, ja feel. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she did what I had him posted. Shout out to yeah. Ross No Rostav. labels. No labels. Uh, but like, like, like the, the best things are secrets. Those are those are the best kind of relationships. Not yeah. that I have any like that, but no, you don't have any secrets. Nobody does. <laughs> What are secrets? Too many secrets. <laughs> Too many secrets. <laughs> but, uh, Bad. Yeah, so <laughs> Bad Bunny, Kendall Jenner, they're whatever they're doing. Like, let them. Who, who cares? Let them be. Yeah. You know, as we're talking about them on the show, but but outside. I will of- say so. I did see a news report that was like Kendall is in really bad, um, in a bad state from her breakup with Bad Bunny, and I was like, girl, that that guy belongs to the streets. Like he belongs to the streets. He's not gonna be the one. Like you don't get with Bad Bunny to settle. You just don't. You just don't. Some of us just, you know, some of us belong to the streets. Just let us be. Let us. We're a peacock. Let us fly. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. I I love that yeah. movie. I love that you make you that do. reference. I make that reference more than I should. And yeah. people are like, peacocks don't fly. I'm like, you need to leave now. Get out. You know that I always say, um, 
So I, I did it on Friday when I was watching SmackDown. I call um, Roman Reigns a Samoan angel, and it comes from when he calls Derek Jeter a biracial angel. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said, he's a biracial angel. So I'm like screaming. I'm like, he's a Samoan angel. You Nobody get my name's ever. what? My name's name right. You should have shot A-Rod. <laughs> it's a it's 10 out of 10 movie, honestly. I, I make the, dark, the weirdest references, and I love when people get them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tend to... See, like, I don't make those references because I know nobody around me is going to get them. But then when somebody does, I'm like, keep her. It's the best. It's like, did we just become best friends? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. In regards to uh, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny, then we'll wrap up to the next topic. But in regards to them, you know, obviously all the other Kardashians have strategy behind their social media posts and their pictures and all their Photoshop stuff that they do. Um, do you think Kendall has that as well? Do you think like this is like a there's like a strategy behind posting a picture that you can see somewhat of Bad Bunny, or is that just her just posting? Like, what do you what do you think? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't think there's a strategy behind it because they always being so weird about what they post, what they don't post. But then they went and yeah. did a Gucci campaign together, you know. But as far as them posting each other, it's always been a story thing or this and that. I yeah. like to think that Kendall is my kind of girl and she's always drunk on tequila. So some, she probably doesn't even know what she's posting. <laughs> I want to start a rum company just so that I can just have an excuse to be drunk all the time. Be like, oh, I was testing yeah. our newest product. <laughs> you know, I really do. Samantha just says she didn't post the picture. Her mom probably did. I like that she she references that because there's been a lot of talk about how oh, they thousand percent have a PR yeah. team. But how much power Chris Jenner has that she tells them like what to post, when to post it, like don't post that, go here, go there, shoot this video, don't shoot this video. Kim obviously listened. You know what I mean? But <laughs> there's 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 rumors that that was all everything has been set up that way. That's what I heard. I don't know. You know, I think everybody has a PR team and then I think they have their own access. So I also think they post whatever they want. And then I also think there are certain posts that there's thoughts and money behind them. Yeah. So this next part of the show, we're going to talk about a little bit about the Golden Globes. Uh, well, we got to talk about Kylie. Did you see her? That's where I was going to go with all this <laughs> Kardashian stuff. What is, let me ask you first. Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet as a couple. I don't buy it whatsoever. What do you think? It's weird. It's getting weird. I don't know. I it was really I, Wonka, I actually really, thought really she Wonka looked kind of hypnotized. She looked kind of hypnotized by this man <laughs> on those clips that I saw. She's all like, don't do that, girl. It's really Wonka on the lip that. kit. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. What if he has a really big one, Joe? You never know. There, there might um, be nothing to get, you know. <laughs> I've, I've seen this man in in a, in women's clothing before, so I don't. What's know. wrong with that? Bob Bunny wears women. He wears skirts. It just doesn't go with the vibe of like Kylie Jenner's aesthetic. You what know? is her vibe? Say it. Say it. what's her vibe, Joey? <laughs> She's always dating like like bigger guys. Like wait, how big is Travis Scott? He looks like I could punch him. Hold on. I don't see. know. Like Timothy Chalamet looks like a little kid. You know what I mean? 
I don't think Travis Scott's that tall. I don't think he's like a big guy. I can't understand these meters. He's 5'10? Ew. Hey. See, I'm he's on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Joey. Sorry. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that growth spurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> coming. I promise you. 31. Come on. I got to do it. He's around 35. You'll hit All right. one. That's what I heard. Um. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but if this, let's say these relationships are PR stunts, it seems like they're going towards less problematic people, more popular yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I think that Mama Jenner finally realized that people were using her girls and they were like, no, you're going to start dating people that are as famous or more famous than you. Yeah. I just hope they don't make Timothy Chalamet crazy. He's already you know? crazy. I don't think he's already crazy. He's dating Kylie Jenner. I don't know. I, I, I just... he, they seem, I will say they seem in love. They seem in love. So the, the reason why we, we talk about it is because there was a clip that was like, that's what I'm saying. It looks so staged because they were like this close to each other, like talking, but you, you couldn't hear anything. You could obviously see what they were saying by the, by the mouth, the, the lip movement. But, like, they didn't know that a camera was that close filming them for, like, a minute long. It was creepy. It was weird. Like, that camera guy's, like, salivating at the mouth, like, watching these two. And the drama that came out of that is apparently Selena Gomez went over and asked Timothy Chalamet for a picture. And Kylie said, hell no. It's not happening. And then there's a clip of Selena Gomez leaving, going back to... Her table, which was Taylor Swift and somebody else, and you could see her clearly mouth. She said no, and then Taylor's like, and they're all like, "Oh, Good. okay." So like, you can Good. see that, like some sort of drama went down. And then Timothy Chalamet was interviewed after, and he said that never happened. So, did you see the clips at all? I saw the clips. What do you think? They could have been saying anything. Yeah. I don't know. I I I, I, I could understand the the no part. Yeah, but um, I feel like Selena could have been saying anything, and I feel like you remember when we had the internet drama with um, that that sound that people will hear one thing and other people will hear the other. Yes, and then like if you really pay attention, you can actually hear both things. It's almost like when they tweeted out the clip and they tell you what is being said, you see it being said because you have already been pre-programmed that that's what they're saying. Yeah. If you watch the clip without any context. That's, you can't really see that that's what they're saying. But regardless, like let's say yeah. it happens. They are known for drama and they start drama and they do things on purpose. There's a thousand percent chance that she ran over there just to do it on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I mind your business. It's a Golden Globes. Why are you acting like a fangirl? You're Selena Gomez. You shouldn't be asking other people for pictures. It reminds me of that drama that happened with Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber like last year or so. I remember it was like Kylie yeah. Jenner was involved in that, and it was a whole yeah like, because she was. I like, think she's probably girl. with Haley Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Like but that's what I mean. Type. It's like if you already have some kind of like a little bit of a beef, why yeah. are you running over there? Like it just seems a little bit on purpose. Yeah. If you if you want me to be honest, because if you're already known for maybe not fully getting along, and yeah. then the girl that doesn't get along with you, you're gonna be like, can I take a picture with your boyfriend? Then take a picture with this punch <laughs> in your face you're about to eat. You know what I mean? Like it's simple. Yeah. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> What about this uh, whole Taylor Swift thing? And she's 
the the joke that was made by Joe Coy about <laughs> did, he did a terrible job job as a host. Like the critics, like everything that I pulled up when I went to my typical websites that I like that I that I go to, like everybody was talking about people defending him and people crapping on him as a as a host. Yeah. I thought the Taylor Swift joke was funny because I am tired of NFL games yeah. focusing on her because I'm try- I'm trying to freaking watch the football game. You know, does it bother me? No, but it shouldn't be all about her every time there's a Kansas like game. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. shouldn't be all about her. Yeah. But I think his joke was in the fact of here Taylor Swift is in the crowd and we don't focus as much on her. And people yeah. were like, I guess she was like, her face was just like I didn't enjoy that joke and. I mean, do you think if, if he was there, he would have, like, punched the holes like Will Smith did? Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah. Keep Honestly. Be out of your mouth. Boom. No, you know what he would do? He would walk up to him and, like, freaking give him a shot of five. <laughs> <laughs> give me that arm. Give me that arm. <laughs> give me the arm. <clears throat> Sponsored by Pfizer because, you know, they're <laughs> nothing but freaking walking advertisement <laughs> let's let's like bring it back a little bit here right so joe coy as the host bad what is joe coy? i'm sorry go ahead honestly he's he's, he's a comedian um sure. he's not one of my favorite comedians I'm, I'm a huge fan of comedy i love that world uh he's not one of my personal favorites but he's probably one of the most well-known comedians today um the problem here is that they ask these comedians to come be hosts of events like this, expecting them to be entertaining like they do with their stand-up shows. The problem is that when they do their stand-up shows, that's their vision. That's their writing. That's their style. For these shows, they have writers. They have people telling them what to do and what to say, like as if we were watching wrestling. It's a written promo against go out there and say what you want. It's like 2015 Roman Reigns versus CM Punk today. You know what I mean? Like here's I something. Like that comparison. <laughs> I said on purpose. <laughs> it's a scripted promo versus just going out there and being yourself. And comedians can't be themselves if they have to read the script of these writers that don't know their style. So that joke would have been funny if it was said in Joe Coy's way. The fact that it was said how it was written by different writers makes it not funny. And it actually comes off as an insult. Half of the time when I watch these award shows, I wonder why not just get rid of the host completely? Because you have so many interesting people in attendance. Why not give them, even people that are not nominated could come up and have a little bit of a monologue and introduce the next presenters. Like you have so many interesting people attending that you could just give them, hey, give us five minutes on the mic, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I think that would be a lot more interesting because you will get like a little bit of an insight uh, at this celebrity. little segments or something. Right, right. Because this, like, everybody, you're going to run into some kind of controversy. People are either going to love or hate the host. This seems to happen in every freaking award show or somebody's going to dig up some info and then they have to back up with the host. Like, it's just like, it's getting weird when it comes to, like, who do we have hosts? Are they going to do a good job? And you're putting so much pressure on these people as well that it's just like, why not have Kylie Jenner come up there and say something? Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez. Like, you could have all these people that you have 
Jennifer Lawrence was hilarious. Like, why not oh, have her come out there the and, and demand night. pizza? Did you see when she when they pinned the camera on her? She was like, if like, I don't if win, I don't win I'm losing. Ah, she's such a legend. I love her yeah. because she's always herself, and that's just like. Well, you know how I am. I'm the kind of person that will tell you what I'm thinking, whether you yeah. like it or not. <laughs> Probably uh, uh, my, my mom. Next to my my mom calls that my mom calls it a strength and a flaw because sometimes it's a little too no filter. <laughs> but I always love that about her, and that's why I always like every time I see her, I'm like she's real, and I just love that about her. Yeah. My favorite movie uh, is Silver Linings Playbook, which she is a massive star in, and I've loved her ever since. Like. I always loved her. I mean, I was a big Hunger Games uh, book reader. Yeah. Like I got into those books and I was like, oh my God, who's going to play Katniss? And I remember when they announced her, I was a little bit on the fence. Not as much as I was with like Kristen Stewart and Twilight. Like she ended yeah. up winning me over. But at first I was like, why? You know, because like, <laughs> Bella in the books is such like this like larger than life figure that I just never saw that from Kristen Stewart. But yeah. I saw it, and I thought she did an incredible job. And then after that, I went back and watched all of her movies. Like, I really like her work. But yeah. when you watch her interviews, she's just so real. And there's just something cool about people yeah. that can still keep it that way regardless. Because I am, um, I just, people just say what people want to hear. And I'm just not about that yeah. life. <laughs> like, you tell what, me what you think of my face. I will prefer that. You know what I appreciate about Jennifer Lawrence is that, first off, she's not, she, she's, she's, pretty young right i think she's what 35 36 something like that she's she's somewhere in her 30s and she's pretty much had a legendary career thus far and you know she's, she's 33 she's a baby all right she's 33 too bad she's already married damn it but you know gorgeous she's absolutely beautiful she is, yeah she's top two for me we've had this discussion same honestly <laughs> But no, she's 33 years old. She's Oscar nominated. I think she's won Oscars before. Mm-hmm. She's been in classic films. Does she, she can she can come to these events and say and do whatever she wants because she doesn't really care. She's already won. She's already got the recognition she's looking for. She's 33 years old. She's done it all. You know, what does she have to prove? Nothing. And that's why she's. I that's don't know. I, I'm telling dope. you, like, I love her movies. I love, I, yeah. I love, she's absolutely gorgeous, stunning. And I don't think like she ever, she has never felt to me like she's sold out. You know what no. I mean? There's so many people that ask, they hangs out with Chris Right. She's one of her best friends. Yeah. But so her personality has never on. changed. You can be friends with all kinds of people and still be yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you'd be stupid to say there's nothing to learn from Chris Jenner, whether you like okay. her or not. She's a smart marketing genius. And that's the thing that I always like. like I, I know there's a saying that says, like, you are who you hang out with. I don't believe in that. I think you can be friends with everybody and still be able to be yourself and separate yep. yourself from that group. Um, but, yeah, I just don't – she doesn't give me, like – I'm sorry to bring it up, but, like, I feel like The Rock is a PR machine. Everything he says just feels so rehearsed, so, so... Nowadays. Politically correct. Yeah, nowadays. No. Back in the day, no. no. But that's the thing. It's like you get you get bigger and then they just start to feel like you're selling out a little bit and you're you just like... robotic. Complete... Right. And it's just like, stop. Like, be real, you know? And, and I yeah. think she... For me, for me, right? This is all opinion. But for me, she's like one of those very few people that have always kept it real. And you know what I also do like about her is that she's one of those actresses where, and we've talked about this again, we've talked about this before with George Clooney, actually, Mm -hmm. where 
when a movie comes out with Jennifer Lawrence, you're watching it. Why? Yep. Because she makes herself exclusive. She's not in every movie and every show and not every award show and everything like this. She's very, very particular with where she's, what she stars in. She does a movie every, what, so many years? It's always a highly rated, fantastic film. She, she does something well. She does something, you know, really great for it. And she's not problematic at all. She's never in headlines. She's just doing her thing. I have a story time, a weird random story time. But when I worked in New York, Adam Cole, baby, let's do it. Yeah, when I when I was working in New York, and one of my jobs was selling office conference space or whatever party space. Like I had a whole building that I could sell as whatever they wanted. We had a floor in our building that was just blank, right? And whoever came in could just dress it up as whatever they wanted. One time, I had a meeting for a tour. It was an important tour. I had I had a team. So when the tour came to me, that means it was a big company or a big person they wanted me to handle it myself. It was Netflix. And they wanted our space for a movie and she was going to start in. So when I tell you, I bend this proposal as much as I could so they would take my space because I just wanted to meet her. A month later, the pandemic happened. They canceled the whole thing. Uh, they were going to go with my space. And she was going to be starting in the movie. They were asking me, like, what are the back entrances? Like, how, we, how, how can we get yeah. people in and out? And they were like, we even got to the point of negotiating who from the building will have access to, like, come in because it was going to be a set. They yeah. were going to be there 24-7, so they wanted to have their own keys. Their own, you, you get the point. Yeah. I was like, oh, just me. Just me. I'm just trying to meet Jennifer Morris, bro. <laughs> I'm the only the one whole here. thing is, like, yeah, the, the pandemic happened, and they ended up calling that project off. Oh, but I, the, when, when they told me, like, it, I, I can't even tell you what the movie was about. It was as soon as he dropped who was going to start. He gave me all the names, and as soon as he said Jennifer Lawrence, I was like, oh, we have to close this deal. <laughs> it was sad. It was thing. sad. The whole, I yeah, they paid one knee yeah, with a they ring. paid the deposit and everything. <laughs> then we had to refund them when the you know when the pandemic yeah. hit, they obviously um canceled everything. It was gonna be on 39th Street. Like, listen, I was so excited yeah. for that. I was so proud of that. I was like, I gave them the best freaking deal for that space too, but whatever. <laughs> Just to meet Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I would I would have done it too. I would have said take it for free. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, she's very unproblematic unpl- and she makes herself exclusive. And that's what I said about George Clooney was that that's why he didn't do like he didn't want to like do Batman again, because like, why? You don't need it. And like being being as that makes her that puts her at a different level as an actress. And you know what else I always and just say, if I don't win, I'm leaving on camera like she doesn't care. Yeah, and something else that I always appreciated about her is we talked about it too with like, for example, how Robert Pattinson was able to overcome this Edward Cullen curse that other Twilight actors did not. When I saw her at Katniss, I was like, man, everybody's going to see her as Katniss for a while. No, she's yeah. not that or that. And you see her in all of these roles. Yeah. Now I can't think, like, I know they just came out with a, a new Hunger Games. I haven't even looked at it. I don't even know yeah. what it's about. I don't care. Hunger Games were those four movies that happened back in the yeah. day, and that's where I want to leave it at. Yep. Because there, there's no redoing that. But I was very happy that with her, I was able to, like, I don't want to see anybody else play my Katniss, but at the same time, I don't see her as just that character. And if you remember, the Hunger Game movies were huge. That's they were huge. Actually, I don't even remember anybody else outside of her that has made it out and gone on to starring really big movies. Like, Wasn't the Miley a- Cyrus's uh, Hemsworth? Wasn't he in there? Is it, or yeah, am I he was. He was in there. You're right. You're right. But see, like that, like I didn't even know. Like I know Jennifer Lawrence. 
Yeah. Like 100%. That's the first thing I would say. Well, he plays the guy that should have gotten Jennifer Lawrence, but don't get me started on that. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence also did another movie that I really, really enjoyed a few years ago. Maybe it was a few years ago. Honestly, 2014 feels like two years ago to me. I don't so. know what year we live on anymore. It was 10 years ago. 2014 is 10 years I ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, th I told my nephew the other day, I don't even know what we're talking about. I was like, yeah, but I'm a newer wrestling fan. And he's like, uh, Titi, you've been watching for over 10 years. Now. And I'm like, when I start doing the math, I'm like, oh, crap. Because remember, I told you, I started watching when I took him to an yeah. event. That event was in 2013. But to me, everything feels so close. And he's like, you're not a new fan. You've been watching for over 10 years. And I'm like, Put it I like don't know this. what year we live on. We're going into a Raw Rumble right now, right? Where... In 2014, Batista won the Royal Rumble, and we were on the road to to WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 30. That feels like it was yesterday, though. That feels very, very close. Thank yeah. you very much, Lego. I appreciate you. I see you in the chat. Um, yeah, I, I just it feels like it was it just happened. Like I don't know where the time is going. And everyone's always told me as you get older, time goes by faster. And I'm like, okay, like that's just. That's an opinion. Now I'm like, the hell happened? <laughs> no, you're They're right. Losing hours. They're taking time away. Someone's doing it. I don't know. I'm convinced the days are no longer 24 hours. Like, no. I'm so convinced. Like, he's like, you sit down, you get up, you go, like, you go do these things, you come back, and it's like 8 p.m. <laughs> like, yeah. how? I was like, I just, I woke up early. I keep like, remember I told you my New Year's resolutions, like, make a habit, wake up earlier, and this or yep. that. I feel like I'm doing all that and it still doesn't matter. I still don't have enough hours in the day for everything I want to do. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so sorry to backtrack. The, the yeah. Jennifer Lawrence movie I was talking about that I also really like, I don't know the name of it, um, but she's like always like, it's about her inventing all of these things. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think and so. I, I, think I think Robert De Niro was in that movie as well with her. Yeah. And I absolutely love that movie. It was fantastic. Like she's just she's the best. That that's she is the best. Yeah. But uh our last topic here today. Um, I think it's our last topic. We've been here I'm, for a while because that's this is what we do. We just start talking. <laughs> yeah. We went through we went through more topics today than we normally do. I think we had like five or six today. Uh yeah. Kanye West's wife, Bianca. She let it all hang out. In Vegas. That's, that's the place to do it, too. I love it. Listen, I just celebrated a birthday. I know what it's like to have a did day for Did you let it yourself. all hang out like she did? I didn't let it all hang out, and I was not in Vegas. <laughs> Let's it just said, say we talked about his Instagram pictures last week. It was yeah. the pictures personified walking around Vegas. So let me ask you this. Well, first off, the, the headline here is hysterical. Let me read it to you. TMZ, I will give them credit because their headlines are always the funniest thing. Kanye West's wife. It says that before it says her name. Bianca lets it all hang out for, for B-Day. Dot, dot, dot. Busty display in Vegas. Titties were out. Yeah. <laughs> Busty display. Let me ask you this. Because I've this is not the first time we've seen this. We haven't we, we've seen the bustiness plenty of times already during their marriage. Now, backtracking to when Kanye was married to Kim, he mm -hmm. controlled her fashion. She's come out and said that. Like they she couldn't go to the grocery store without him like 
designing her outfit for what she's going to wear. Like she had no control. She lost her independence in that sense. Good. And she gained a sense of fashion. It was great. It was a, that's a W exchange. So now Bianca, whoever she is, I don't know who she is or what she does or what she's known for. She's married to Kanye. Now, but like, what did she do before? Do we know, do we know what she did before? She was waiting to marry Kanye. (laughs) Honestly, when I see these pictures, I'm like, is that Doja Cat? Like who, what the hell is happening here? Um, she clearly doesn't have the same influence as Kim. So Kanye is in full control of her here. Like you can see in all the pictures, you can just see, you can think about what he would say, like stand over there. Let me take a picture of you. And she's like wearing these ridiculous things. He's in like, like look at the the picture from the article. He's in the picture, taking a picture of her. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just yeah, see yeah. him being a control freak. He probably is. Yeah. I don't know. But like back during, okay. I don't know. Like his fashion choices have been, um, yeah. And they just said it very avant-garde and avant-garde is not an everyday thing. Back during the Kim days, it was a yeah. lot more wearable things, things that you will see yes. people wear where with Bianca, it just seems very outrageous. And like that, look yeah. at me fashion, you know, and because we don't know, I think she was a model. I'm not sure actually, because we don't know her. It just makes you wonder, does she want all this attention? Because not everybody can be walking around right in these outfits, but, yeah. um, but yeah, like I personally really like the way that Kim dressed during those years. So it's like, I know that sounds terrible, but I didn't mind. I wouldn't mind Kanye throwing out, well, not my shoes. He better not touch my The shoes. earlier generation. I think he would appreciate my shoe collection, actually. The earlier generation of Kim Kimye fashion, I thought was better than towards the end. Right. Where it got like, like she looked like she was always an astronaut or something, you know? Mm-hmm. like the moon boots and all that stuff. I don't really, I didn't like that stuff. <laughs> not your thing. Right, not your thing. I get it. But uh, but I don't but, have a problem with this. Like, it's like, listen, if he wants to show her off, show her off. If she yeah. wants to be showed off, shut off. It's their problem, yeah. you know? Yep, I get it. I'm all, I'm all for it if, if that's what you want. Listen, we're talking about it on the show right now. It's not the first time that we've talked about it before, so clearly it's working. And yeah. Kanye knows Kanye's at a point in his life where he walks out of his house and it's a headline. Correct. Correct. So and Kim, she's she's improved. Like I thought that Kanye was dressing her very nicely. Like I said on the beginning, their yeah. wedding, that wedding dress. Oh my god, it was incredible. But um I will say that Kim is dresses very I really like the way she's been dressing lately. Anyway, if you look at the things that she's coming out on Skims, except for that bra with the nipple. Don't get me started on that. That was weird. Yeah. But Skims have come out with really good collaborations with like Fendi. I know yeah. she did the Sorvaski crystals collection. That was absolutely beautiful. So they're like Skims is really popping right now for her. And I think she has a lot of people, um, you know, helping her with this because it's yeah. a very... If you look at it, it's a very clean, you can wear it for every day. They also have like the cozy collection, like and you have all these dupes all over the place because I, I do think that Skims is coming out with some really good. Their Fendi is probably my favorite collab they ever done. Like it was like really classy. I really yeah. liked it, but it was impossible to get your hands on it. 
Well, on the on their Hulu show, this is actually a big storyline in the show where Kim is exploring different fashion and she's trying to find her voice again in fashion. Right. She was controlled by Kanye for so up so so long that she didn't know what her fashion was, like what she liked and what she yeah, didn't like. Yeah, which is why North is being trusted his 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 idea. Yeah, exactly. And Even North, if I go back North, to wearing like, what my dad put on you, mom. Dollar store <laughs> beads, mom, take that off. <laughs> but I yeah, think, so now I think, she's, um, she's finding it's, it's her like voice. It's really weird because people don't talk about it, but Kim, and, and, and maybe it's because I relate to it. When I look at like, and my body, I mean, differently because of surgeries or whatever she's had but my body has changed back from when i was 20 to when i was now but i have had a lot of fun seeing how the sense of fashion has changed throughout the years for me like you know and i know it's also like whatever is trending at the time but i never been a person that goes for the trends i'm a person that goes for what i like and whatever works for me you can make your own trends you know like i found myself wearing a three dollar romper with freaking twelve hundred dollar shoes like really happened so like i don't think like i don't think that way but i also think that kim is entering an uh an age in which she's gotta you're finding your fashion sense all over again in your 40s and and i don't think she's doing terrible but she's not doing the best either well she got dragged she got dragged for a while through the mud on social media because people were saying she's dressing she seems very boring like she's dressing boring she seems boring. It doesn't feel like she's forty two or forty what? Like leave her alone. Yeah, like she's she's going into her lawyer. <laughs> yeah, like, but when she like, when she posts something provocative, then they crap on her too. And that's the thing: you're damn if you do, you're damn if you don't. You know what I mean? And it's just like at some point you have to start dressing for you. And yeah. if people like it, like it. Like find your assets. What's your best asset? Show it off. Like yeah. that's what fashion is all about. Like, ultimately, like people should be able to make their own fashion because fashion is is a it's a lifestyle. It's a statement that yeah. you make. It's not even like you know what I mean? Because when you look at some trends happening right now, it's just like how the people in the world can't afford like the really trendy things. Yeah. But some of the most stylish people that I have met that I'm always like, stop them and ask about their outfit. It's something that they pull together from different things or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, I just think that people should just, whatever works for them is what works for them. But I can relate to the fact of how she dressed 10 years ago is going to be completely different than how you dress now because she's a mom. She's in her forties and, and, and she still got it. She knows she still got it. Let me ask you Throw it up whenever you feel like it, but she knows she's got it. Let me let me ask you this, um, for your opinion. You mentioned that you know she's a mom; she's in her forties. Do you think that she's changed the, her 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 social media presence, her presence? I guess that she shows the world her fashion. She's changed it because she's a mom, and her kids are getting older, and she wants to set a good example. Do you think that that's something? Uh, do you think that that should be a factor in this? Being being a woman, like, would would you, if you had kids and that were getting to the age of North, becoming close to a teenager, would you feel a a, a responsibility to I kind know, of I don't grow up people, in the sense of your fashion, yeah, and your social presence, I, because you want I to set a good example? People, people will never see it, but like, I'll give you a random example. Obviously, I don't have kids, but I have my yeah. nephews, and you know, they're my life. 
And every yeah. once in a while, if I feel like posting a third strap, I literally get a DM from one of them saying, I'm going to block you because they'll, they'll scroll through my story and see that and they'll be like, I don't want to see yeah. this. And yeah. I get it, right? Because you have yeah. your kids on social media. You have all of these people that yeah. can find your social media. So something, a lot of times you post something for yourself. Like I always post for myself or like, yeah. like whoever does and doesn't, right? But yeah. I do think there's a little bit of an influence in that, like in, in a little bit of like, okay, let me not post everything be this way because there's people kids that are, are watching cruel, too. She's such a big influence doing like, not just like, you got to remember there was a period and they're still unrealistic, but there was a period of time where the Kardashians were being crapped on for setting up this unrealistic um, yeah. set, standards of beauty. And, beauty, and that's yeah. just not healthy for little girls. And even Kylie Jenner has gone back and said, I, I wish I would have not gotten half of the things that I have gotten because now that I have a daughter, I would hate yeah. for her to tell me at 19, she wants to go and, and change her body. And yeah. that's like, it really hit her differently once she became a mom. And she became a young mom, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's crazy when you think about those things and, and, and how it can affect you. But I also remember that Kim really stepped it down after that crazy robbery that she had. She said she's not as flashy anymore. She doesn't yep. like for people to be able to sell the value of what she's wearing just from looking at her. Like, yep. I think that had to be, I know people like, it's Kim Kardashian, she was going to be okay. But no, that had to like, scar her for life in a way that yeah. makes you kind of like, you know, That's step back on the flashiness. Yeah. But she even has gone on to say she tries to be not as flashy as she used to be. I think that's more with the jewelry and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I do think that makes a difference. And I do think that, like, I don't know if you know this and I might be going over, but like, there's this like little girls on freaking TikTok and there's people making videos about it on YouTube, like 10 years old doing like my freaking skincare routine. And it's like, why are you worried about that? At that age, I was like playing with yeah. Barbies. I'm not asking my mom for a $300 cream that you don't yeah. need. This is when your skin is at its best. Don't, don't do anything, you know? And I do think that it's time that people start setting like more realistic um, beauty standards or like these little yeah. girls over editing their pictures. And they learn that from, from them, you know, yeah, the Sephora 10 years old, like go down that rabbit hole, it's insane. And they're it's making insane. products aimed at that generation as well, which is like, they're not helping the situation either. Yeah, but there was this little girl on TikTok and she was putting like retinol under her eyes. I'm like, she's gonna burn okay. the skin under her eyes at 10? I didn't start using any of that stuff until my 30s, you know what I mean? Like, yep. there's, a, I listen, I was talking to this girl the other day and she's like getting Botox at 20. I was like, you know what your face is going to look like when you hit my age? Like I had consultation recently, but I'm in my 40s. <laughs> That's a different. Botox should come at a right time. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. It's just like, I, I respect her for kind of like toning it down a little bit. I mean, her pictures are still super edited. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just an unrealistic beauty standard. And it's like, when you start at such a young age, 10 years old, you know, their body hasn't even started changing yet. And it's like, when you get to my age or your age or way older than both of us, what's the standard going to be then? What's your mindset going to be? If 10 years old, you're already insecure about things. And sometimes you look and it's like, you're not just editing, like maybe like smoothing your skin or editing the yeah. lighting. Like some of these people are changing the way they look completely, like their bodies, like snitching the ways and make, and it's just like, what are these people going to look up and see that they're going to be reaching for a beauty standard that's impossible to get or that's going to cause you to like do all of these things to your body that you might regret later? We were talking about, I know we joked about it, but like there are certain cosmetic procedures that are going out of style. There's a lot of influencers now taking out all the fillers in their faces yeah, and melting the because butt. of places. 
because their faces look so puffy because they just keep getting more and more. Yep. Like, and it's crazy because you you don't want to do anything that you're going to regret just based on how people are posting on, on, on Instagram. You know what I mean? And by the way, this goes for men as well. There's a huge mm -hmm. standard with men that uh, getting on testosterone, starting steroids, making your bodies look a certain way. That's a huge thing as well. Yeah. Within, I've seen it before in gyms where within groups of people in the gym and it's like they're all trying to compete with each other and they're like, who, who could do it the fastest? Who could look the best? And like, it's not even natural. Like you have, you have muscles on muscle because you're taking steroids and you're in yeah, your remember all that, Yeah, remember all that controversy with that liver king guy that like yeah. kept saying that his body was natural and then he ended up like coming out and saying he was on steroids and he's like also this whole time. You're being MD. You're being influencing <laughs> millions of people into thinking that your body, which was clear to me, like yeah. I'm like, I'm no expert, but that guy is on steroids. <laughs> but like all these men are looking at it. And I love that you bring that up because a lot of us talk about what it does to us females. And you never yeah. think about the perspective of a guy scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. And because <laughs> girls don't think about that. Girls just think about you're scrolling through Instagram, you're, you're seeing this impossible, beautiful women, and then you see normal girls, you're not gonna like them. You <laughs> No, that's what girls think about they don't think about how it can actually affect you affect your self-esteem as well now i think also like it's way worse for women than it is men because like if you look at the men's side of it there's this there's this stereotype where like men as they age women tend oh, you to guys like get hotter yeah. yeah so like <laughs> like my mom said the other day it was really weird she was like i love older men with gray hair and i was like what And that I've heard this before from women, like my age, I like younger, older, older, but mm -hmm. let me ask you, why do you like older men? Is it, is it the look or it, does it come with a sense of maturity that women look for in men? It's both. It's okay. both. But I think well, I got uh, grades coming in, so I got to be prepared for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit of both, but yeah. you know, Sometimes I'm, maybe I should break my own rule and see what it's like to be a cougar for once. <laughs> Why not? 2024, anything's possible. <laughs> It's a new year. <laughs> a new year, new Easter. <laughs> I don't know. I will get so annoyed immediately. Yeah. See, it, it's like the standard is women like older men, but men like older women. But younger like, women. Younger women, sorry. Younger women. Yeah. But like people like me who are old souls or labeled old souls. I, I told you, people call me like Grandpa Joe because yeah. I'm 31, but I act 65. And I would not be able to be with someone who's 25, 24. The conversation, I told you, I met someone who didn't know who Blink-182 was. And I, I was, it was the biggest ick of my life. I was like- And the one that didn't like wrestling, that was my oh. favorite one. <laughs> You're not allowed. Like, for now on, every time you're interested in someone, you have to run her by me. Yeah. Or you could just find me someone. How about that? Because this, this uh, it's hard in these streets. Yeah, I haven't really? even found myself someone. <laughs> It'll probably be easier for me to find anybody else, someone than myself, because I'm just, I wouldn't date me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Valentine's Day is coming up. We'll be each other's Valentine, okay? Yeah, that's please. I'll we'll send sell. you roses. You'll send me roses. Don't send me chocolates, yeah. please. That's that. <laughs> anyway, see what I mean? See yeah. what I mean? <laughs> But it's like crazy. most girls will be like, oh, chocolate, how sweet. I'll be like, why are you sending me this? You know, I what? can eat this. 
<laughs> you like this body? Take the chocolate. See, here's the be- here's the here's the benefit that you have. You know what you like. You oh, know what you don't like. I have like. no problem telling people. And you have like no it. problem saying it. That's the mm-hmm. thing. That to me, and I think a lot of like the the newer generation of men, I would say, who are more they're open with their feelings. They yeah, they have pussy. standards for what they're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they like women say we want a man who knows what he wants guys want a woman a woman who knows what she wants where it's like the the patient you know what i get a lot that i get i, I get that i get that i'm intimidating because i am that way i know exactly what i want and i don't have a problem saying it and but that's boss bitch, boss bitch energy you know what i mean Yeah, but some guys don't like that. Some guys are still have that little bit of an old school mentality where it's like the girl's supposed to be submissive. And yes, you're my king. And all I think that. that's an immaturity. I think that's ego. Right. Yeah. So once a Christian cage. <laughs> <laughs> Turtleneck and all, baby. Bring it. <laughs> but no, it's, it's funny that you that you say that because that's like, sometimes you eat BPE. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i don't have a problem saying it yeah. and if you don't like it you don't like it like i am very thankful like i went through a rough breakup i had to rebuild yeah. everything and like once you are able to realize hey i can stand on my two feet alone then you realize what you really want because it's like are you gonna bring to the table i don't want you to pay my bills i pay my bills i always tell people this is what i want i want attention <laughs> or I know it doesn't cost you anything. I want your attention and I want, you know, and I want other yeah. things that you think, but like I, I, because I don't want to be with someone because I need them. I want to be with someone because I want to. And you I enjoy think that's, company. but that's the thing. If, if, it, if you don't enjoy it anymore, you can also let them go. And I think that's an intimidating thing. And I just, yeah, you get the point. You get the point. Okay. But yeah, I, I do think like if somebody has a problem with it, that, Sorry, but I'd rather tell you how it is and how I like it. If it's not going to work out, great. You don't waste my time. I don't waste yours. See? Only sad thing, if we went on a date, I just wasted a good pair of shoes on you. But that's okay. I'll get over it. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've established, uh, you know, the relationship part of the show. <laughs> therapy. We, we never get into it, though. It's fun yeah. to talk about it, really. Anything, uh, anything new you watched this week or the be- since anything new you watched this year? It's been a long year. No. Anything new? Nope. nope. I told you with Wrestle Kingdom this week, my schedule went downhill completely because I, yeah. I live stream Wrestle Kingdom. So no, no, I haven't really had time to watch a lot of anything. And all my reality shows outside of the challenge are like on a break. Survivors are change. Big Brothers are change. The challenge is on. But that's all. That's the only thing that I keep up with on a weekly basis right now. I uh, I was looking for a new show to watch, and I didn't know what like what to watch. There's so many mm-hmm. choices, and then you see a show that's like 15 seasons long, and you're like, oh, it's so much to I'm watch. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of 2022, I I watched the first half of the first episode of season one of Yellowstone because I heard it was a fantastic show. The first day of 2024, I watched the other half because I never finished one episode the whole year last year. I literally started, there was a marathon on New Year's. You watch Yellow Jackets? Watch Yellow Jackets. You know what? That keeps coming up on everything on Amazon, all my stuff. It's so good. It's so good. Um, 
so I watched the first episode, the first half of the first episode, the last day of 2022 going into 23. I didn't watch anything 2023 of that show. And I just started back up and I'm like, you know what? This year, I'm going to watch that show. Good luck with that. Yeah, I'm already failing. I haven't watched it since January 1st. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten but into anything. Law and Order is coming back, all of them, which I love those shows. Law and Order SVU, Organized Crime with Elliot Stabler, January 18th, I believe, and NBC. This show is not sponsored, but it should be. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sorry, I'm in a very good mood today. Oh, me too. Yeah. Isa, is pitch dark out here? Oh, it's raining. Here. We're on a, a flood advisory. The state of New Jersey is on a state of emergency for whatever reason. It is 81. Um, feels like 85. Well, congratulations to you and everyone Thank in Puerto you. Rico. Think it's clear, no rain, nothing. Ah, uh, it's beautiful. Honestly, Lego USA Network should sponsor us because they have such a great uh, attitude on social media. They love me. They're my besties. But yeah, that you you are. I can't get an answer from them, but they'll 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 tweet at me when I'm not even yeah, talking to them. Yeah. I literally said, hey, it's my birthday. I'm watching Raw. Nothing. But they're like, hey, it, we don't care. Is Issa watching Raw? <laughs> I don't even know how we started. I think it started because Lego, like, comment, like, it started before that because they were following me and I didn't even realize. Yeah. But, like, Lego tweeted, they tweeted a gift of Roman Reigns months ago, right? Yeah. And Lego was like, oh, and why is anyone going to love this? And they were like, oh, we know. And I was like, how do you know? Like, how do you know? And then I realized they were following me, and I'm like, oh, crap. It's crazy how many, like, because like, I act a fool on social media on my YouTube, right? And it was so funny. I remember one time I was called by, uh, by the WWE and Espanol producers to do a pre-show yeah. with them. I did a pre-show for them for, I don't know, one of the big fours. Yeah. And uh, I did predictions with them. SummerSlam 2021 or 22, whatever. The whole point is that the producer is like talking to me on WhatsApp because he was based in like Mexico or something. And then I'm like going through the instructions, what I need to do. I'm so excited. It's a huge opportunity, right? And then yeah. I, I said something and I was like, well, I'm kind of nervous. And he's like, oh, don't be. He's like, just be yourself. I know how you are. And I'm like, what's that supposed what? to be? And then I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, I follow you everywhere. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I looked him up and it was true. He was following me. And I'm like, oh, crap. These people That's know funny. I'm a joke. <laughs> Social media today, it follows. It follows you. Yeah. Anything else to add today, Issa? No, I'm in a great mood, and yeah. I hope everybody has an incredible, productive week. Absolutely. Episode 60, that is that. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in again, uh, for being involved in the chat, and, and just there go the hearts. Issa, Issa's got all this great technology that lets you do all these things. I don't have it. Where's the thumbs up? Where's the thumbs up? Oh, the thumbs up. But I was going to do this one for your birthday. Where is it? Where is the birthday? There. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we used that for New Year's, didn't we? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Happy birthday. Balloons. Yay. My Twitter had balloons yesterday. Fireworks. Yay. But I didn't do that stupid tweet that everybody does on their birthday where it's oh like, Oh, my God. The balloons. 
<laughs> Let me screenshot it with the balloons. We know what balloons look like. <laughs> yeah, well, not calling And they just wanted people. to get happy birthdays. You know That's that. all it was. Everybody does. You know what I mean? I don't do it. You better remember it on your own. I'm not posting. If you don't remember it, you're screwed. I'm that petty, Joey. <laughs> I'm not going to post. It's my birthday. It's like, no, you got to remember it. You understand? That's how Listen, it works. I get it. There's some people who have to post. They got credentials for the Royal Rumble, and there's some hey, people hey. who don't have to post. And you are one of those who don't have to post. I texted you, though. I said, hey, check your email. You did. You did. You got oh your back. God. You guys have no idea... Should I tell the chat while we're here, just quick, the story of what happened? Uh, yeah, you should. You should. We're here. Should we're live. Because you almost had a, you pretty much, he was almost instituted into a mental hospital with a breakdown this man was having. <laughs> I was so bad. I was not sleeping. It was bad. So let me tell I you know. before we wrap up. So we usually get links where we can communicate with WWE for these events to get to get credentials. Pause. Pause. I can't help Joey with this because I represent Lucha Libre Online. So I yeah. don't fill out my own. You, Issa has email, to... Right. Yeah. They just email me. So it's not like I can be like, hey, Joey, did you fill out for this? Because I don't yeah. know. They, they completely you had no idea. don't have to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had no idea. And it, it was honestly, it's my fault because I should have asked a long, long time ago. Like when I was like, hey, where's where is it? So nothing was posted in regards to media going for the Royal Rumble. Um, I didn't go to Survivor Series because I had COVID and I was like literally in bed dead for like a week. Like I, I didn't even enjoy my Thanksgiving. Um, I never got the Royal Rumble media information because I wasn't there at Survivor Series. If you were there, you most likely got it. Um, so I didn't know that you can, uh, you can get it for the Royal Rumble. I was waiting for it. I had asked somebody and they said, yeah, sure. I'll send it to you. And I sent it and, or, or when they sent it to me, it said that this window is closed, meaning I cannot enter to be credentialed. So I missed my window. I was so upset. I was, I was, it was. Yeah, it was it was this a man texted me. He was a text, and I felt the emotion through the text. I I texted you. I sent you a voice note, and I DM'd you on Twitter within a minute. I was like, I need to get to her right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, I was like, like, Joey, I don't know. <laughs> I then I freaked my- you out because you I didn't know about my it. Lucha- yeah, so like I'm asking my lucha libre like people like, hey, do you yeah. guys feel in for me? They were like, yeah, you're you're all set, and I'm like, oh. So then I feel bad. Then I don't want to text Joey and be like, oh, I'm good to go, bro. <laughs> and I know so that in my head. I'm like, like she's like, like Lucha Libre. Like, they're, like, they're not going to do her like that. They are like the most Yeah, but I wouldn't be such a bad friend if I would have messaged you and be like, well, you're fine. But I'm not. I'm good. I'll be there, but you won't. <laughs> so like every minute of every day for the next three, four days, I was going back on that link to see if it was open and it was closed. It was closed. It was closed. Let me tell you. I don't even know how many people I emailed in WWE. Must have been at least eight or nine people. I need this freaking information. I'm going. I bought my. I bought my. He single white female on the WWE employees. <laughs> I went okay. full Karen, full Karen on this, and I was like, I need to go. I bought my tickets. Issa and I are doing an Airbnb. We need to figure out what's happening. 
because I need to be there. Well, the same day, while actually we were doing this show last yeah. week, I think, when my email got bombarded from those yeah. WWE people. Yeah, I got we the doing, email. We were doing I, our hour after where we stay on talking yeah. crap because we always do that, by the way, Chad, like behind the scenes. Every time we end the show, we stay on forever. <laughs> yeah. So I got that email and it was open for some reason. Maybe they opened it for me. I don't know. If I, I want to I feel special. I'm going to say that. I submitted it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm too late. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Isa, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I got credentialed today. Good job. So, yes, if I want to post about it from all of the, the trauma that I went through, I told Joey, I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get credential. He's like, yes, you're going to get credential. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the the veteran of these things now. I'm I'm the old lady of the media people. When did that happen? So I appreciate it way more now because of what I went through. Like being invited to SummerSlam, being invited to Survivor Series, not being able to go, really wanting to. And now I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back. We manifested this stuff. You're good. You're yeah. good. I told you you were going to be good. But it was, it was, just, it was funny to watch you suffer. I, I'm, I was suffering. I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, well, shit. I'm, gonna have to go. I'm like, do I book my hotel? Do I wait? Like, what do we do? And now the people yeah. that are on my stream that are in the chat know because I've been telling them, I'm like, well, I haven't booked my stay yet. Yeah. The reason why is because of Joey. Joey. <laughs> I heard you last night. You're waiting on Joey. <laughs> and what's funny is that. So we were supposed to find out that if we were going or not on January 8th, which happens to be my birthday. So I was like, I'm going to find out. I'm going to get the best news or the worst news on my birthday. And I didn't get anything yesterday. So I was like, oh, my God, I didn't get it this time. Poor well, baby. It's, everything's going to be the okay. day after. I'm like looking to see if people. I know how people are. And I'm like. People are going to post if they got it. So I'm looking at all the people I would think. I'm like, nobody's posting about it. Did they not get it or did they not send it out yet? I was freaking out. We're going, baby. I'm excited for the wrestling media family reunion. I can't, Lego, I can't point to the WrestleMania sign because that's Issa's thing. You can point at it. You better not ask anybody to point at it. That's my question. I'll point you right in the face. Anybody. That's the warning for anybody. Yes, I've been asking that question for three years now. Ain't nobody taking my question. It's patented by Issa. That's her thing. I'll point. I'll get a picture, probably pointing to the WrestleMania sign. I, I, that's that's my. I just always do it. I yeah. just always do it. There's I. I think it's um. Who was it that I interviewed? Two Roy Rumble, Piper Niven. She was like, I came prepared this time when I interviewed her the second year because she already knew I was gonna ask her for the WrestleMania. You know what though? Like the WrestleMania sign point for me, we're all over time now just talking, but the WrestleMania sign point for me was my first event as media. By the way, back then I was the only woman in that room, which is I'm so proud to see how much that has changed. But I was the only woman in that room. And I was interviewing AJ Styles, which if you know me, I love AJ Styles. I love his hair specifically. But I was like, I was like, how do I break the ice in which I'm not nervous? And you know, my, my interviews are more funny, more like yeah. a conversation. So I asked him to point at the side and I was like, I might have something here. It's so funny because if you watch the interview, he told me, I don't know why we had to point at it. It's a huge sign. <laughs> and I was 
like it's tradition, AJ. It's tradition. That is one of my. It's funny because people don't know this, but that is the second interview I ever did in person, really? like with a WWE superstar. And AJ Styles and I talked about his hair. Talked about pointing at the sign. At one point, we're talking about him winning the Rumble, and I was like, "You can call out anybody." I was like, "You can call out Becky Lynch." And he's like, "I don't think I can do that." <laughs> like it was such a fun, smooth like interview, and I yeah. was like, "Oh my god, maybe I am good at this." Fun fact: Do you know who the first person was to point to the sign? No, who? It was John Cena. Ew! Why you tell me that? Way to ruin the mood. I told you I was gonna do mood. I think it was 2000. Actually, no, was it John Cena? It might have been the Undertaker. 2007, when he won the Royal Rumble, he pointed to the sign, and it started from there. I miss Bray Wyatt. May he rest in peace. But remember when the freaking Fiend pointed at the sign? I was like, why are we doing this? The Fiend should not be no sign pointing. It's the Fiend. <laughs> Anyways, um, on that note, we should yeah. probably let these people get back to their afternoon. Yes, they're like, well, Issa is the best. Joey's absolutely insane. And yeah, there we are. Another episode of TLR, episode 50. We have a lot of people still in the chat and watching all around the world. Thank you we guys. Are. We appreciate you guys listening to, you know, this show is always about. The wacky, weird, funny news, but it's always about the wacky, weird, and funny Joey and Issa connection that we have. So we appreciate you being here on this fine, cold Tuesday in New Jersey. I don't know how 80-degree weather by Issa, but wherever you are, I hope you're having a great day. Put it that way. Yeah. Any last word? No. I'll see you tonight for NXT. I'll see you later tonight for NXT because I'll be in your chat as always. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.